Hello and welcome back to PS It's a Podcast. My name is Will Price. With me as always is my good friend Mike Speck. And we've got a special guest today hailing all the way from Maine, I believe. Maine, right? Uh, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Speck gave me the wrong information. This this dirt sheet I, is all wrong. I am originally from Maine, but uh, like right over the border. So. Marabita. Yeah. Uh, thank you up. for having me. Uh, I apologize for Mike's uh, screwing up where I'm from. <laughs> yes, I'm sure there'll be many apologies made from Mike throughout this podcast, but uh, we're glad to have you on today. Um, Matt, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I uh, hail from New England. I I know Mike from uh, my time at Penn State. I'm a Patriots fan, so you're going to get a lot of insight onto that number, what is it, 20 pick? 21 pick? 21. Um, right after the Steelers. Right after the Steelers, or maybe before. We'll see what I have going with or that trade. unless the Steelers trade up and reach real bad. Sure. Could happen. Uh, and I'm a lawyer, but that probably doesn't affect anything uh, about this conversation, but it's good to know. As long as we don't say anything like slanderous or heretical on this podcast, right? We're good. Oh, heretical's fine. <laughs> but you, you got slanderous. I gotta, I gotta avoid that. Matt says that heresy is fine, so we're gonna roll on through. <laughs> and what better place for heresy than the NFL draft? <laughs> yes. Uh, so we are a little over a week removed from the first round of the NFL draft. And so what better way to count it down than to give our own mock drafts. So uh, we've got uh, two mock drafts we're gonna focus on, Mike and Matt's, and I'm gonna be more of the, the tiebreaker, spoiler type of guy. And uh, so, we're gonna we're gonna start uh, with Jacksonville at number one. There are gonna be some trades potentially throughout this, so keep your ears peeled. But um, we're gonna start it off like this: in the first overall pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars will select Mike. I have been taking edge rusher Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan, but as as Matt I think will say, there, there's two guys that it can be there. Um, though I haven't seen Evan Neal sneak in as possibly a number one if they want to protect um, Trevor Lawrence, but I think it's a situation where they're going to take best player available, and I think it's going to be either Hutchinson or Walker. Uh, yeah, I I have Walker. Uh, going at number one. I have also seen Neil and Ikwonu, uh going at number one as well. I, I just don't think that O-line is really the biggest need for the Jaguars. It wasn't great, but protecting Trevor Lawrence wasn't really their biggest issue. It's run blocking. Mm. And I, I don't know if they need Neil or Ikwonu right now, especially because O-linemen you can get in third, fourth round and they'll be good. At this point, you got to take, I think, Walker or Hutchinson just because of the value they can give you at defensive end. Well, that and their defense was horrible last year. Exactly. Their defense, I mean, what their defense is a much bigger. wasn't horrible. 
I mean, is there any way that they like completely reach and they're like Drake London? Absolutely not. No, yeah. I don't think so because they've already got they've already spent a lot on wide receiver in this offseason. They got Kirk, who oh, well, I don't think he's a number one God, by any means. Yeah, well, well, I don't think Kirk is by any means a number one. You're not reaching for a wide receiver at this point. You're trading down if you're taking a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I have Walker just because this feels like a situation where the momentum, you know, the sm- a smoke there's fire situation where there's a lot of momentum for Walker. And I think that's because either Jacksonville's trying to create a smoke screen. I don't know why they would. They're the number one pick. They don't need a smoke screen. <laughs> Um, but it, it just feels like Walker is the one who's trending up. So that's why I have him at number one. I don't think he can go wrong in either situation though. No, uh, I, and, I mean, if we want to just breeze through number two, like I have Detroit taking water. So it's, it's yeah. like, it's a one, a one. Yeah. I am. I am taking Hutchinson there. Uh, his production at Michigan was great. He had what 14 sacks last year something like that uh, granted be... he did have to play penn state so he probably got about seven in that game alone oh it was a nightmare uh, that game was a nightmare um i just he's got the talent uh i see him one or two and i think he's gonna be good um so for my first two picks i i did have hutchinson going number one so i think that lines up with mike Yep. At, at number two, I actually, I actually have the the Lions reaching for Derek Stingley. Oof! Wow, over okay. over Stoffer. I just I think that Stingley's a very much boomer bust prospect right now, and he's he's got talent. Um, and if if Okuda can come back healthy, then that's a that's another really solid piece, um, in their secondary and. You know, I, I've never, I will never put it past the Lions to make a, a reach pick. So, um, what about the possibility of the Lions trading out of number two, though? I think that's a very high Entirely possibility. Possible. Um, whether they have two picks in this first round, it, it, yeah, it'll depend on what you get for it. I, I, at number two, if you can get a a future first or a couple of future firsts, knowing how teams love to reach for that number two pick. Maybe I, I'm just not sure in this draft, this is the one to get that draft capital. Mm -hmm. Right. I just, I don't see these players being, you know, like a year where quarterbacks are the top guys, right. Or that you can get, you can get 30 picks from some dumb team that wants to, to get Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, <laughs> that's the crazy thing about this draft is well, like crazy, they've been well, so the, I mean, the quarterbacks have been so downplayed. Like, think yeah. about the year that Mitchell Trubisky came out. He had one starting year at North Carolina, and then everyone was salivating over him. Mm-hmm. Well, the and well, the funniest thing about that is that the Bears moved up, gave up so much to move up one spot where he would have been there in three. And they picked him over Deshaun Watson. Well, over Pat Mahomes too. I just want to say though that um, Mitchell Trubisky is much more of an upstanding citizen than Deshaun Watson. So, if you want to go from a moral standpoint, do we we want to reference the old tweet though? I don't think I don't think we should on this podcast. 
We, what, oh, what is I mean, immoral? We, what is immoral about that tweet? <laughs> it's, I, as long as it's consensual. Yes, if it is consensual, who doesn't? Oh, good grief! All right, <laughs> moving on. Number three, Houston Texans. I just want to point out he's our quarterback now, so it's going to get referenced sooner or later. Yes, all the time, constantly. Yes. <laughs> Number three, Spack, Houston Texans. Who you got? I have him taken. Uh, I, I completely just blanked on uh, the pronunciation. Thibodeau. Uh, Kayvon Thib- oh, Thibodeau. <laughs> Thibodeau. Yeah, from Oregon. So, yeah, three edge rushers all in a row feels wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd point out I, this. I'm, I'm operating out of my 2.0 mock. In my 1.0, I actually have the Lions taking Sauce Garner, but I think you'd go with Walker just because how he's trending. But I think Houston needs help everywhere they have two first round picks so i'm gonna have him go with the much lauded edge rusher out of oregon who his production has basically been the same for his three years of play but for some reason he's trending down like there's some mocks that have him not going until like six or seven Mm. but i mean i'm gonna say that the texans play it i'm gonna say relatively safe and take the third biggest edge rusher in this draft. Uh, I also have them going relatively safe, but on the other side of the ball, I have uh, Equinu uh, going okay. at three. This is another one. This is one we've reached a point in the draft at pick number three, where I'm already struggling <laughs> due to the fact that it, it could be anyone at this point. It feels like well, that's, well for a team that needs everything. I yeah, mean, I, I think it comes down to, too. Like, I think it could be anyone. It depends on, what direction they want to go in. I went with a tackle just because I think it, it's a good, it's a good idea to establish your own line before you get your quarterback. And well, it's pretty clear. Already. I, I do not see Davis Mills being the guy. I, I don't. And I, I don't see them taking a quarterback this year, but I could absolutely see it next year. Uh, when yeah. Sean Clifford goes at the number one spot. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, whoever I, I see next them taking the quarterback take next year. And as we learned from Joe Burrow, who again, great season, but ultimately the line killed them in the very end. And I think it's a good idea. Establish that line as early as you can get them experience to make life easier for your quarterback. I mean, I agree with that. I have them taking an O-lineman at pick 13. Yeah, and he's, so. he is quick. He is talented. He's strong. You know, he, he was great at North Carolina State. Yep. So I, I, actually, I actually have uh, a different tackle going there. I have Charles Cross. Okay, so, so yeah. we all are going to have different O-linemen first off the board. Because yeah. I'll have Evan Neal off my board. Do we all view our guy as the best of that, or do we all just think that's a scheme fit? Uh, I think it is a, a dice roll on who goes where, honestly. Okay. I, I think I, I think they're all pretty talented. And uh, yeah, it, it really does. Edge rushers, oh, offensive tackles deep in this draft. So Yeah, I... I think we're going to see a lot of tackles go early. All right. So number four, the New York Jets. Who do you have selecting, Mike? 
Todd Garner, cornerback out of Cincinnati. So they need help in the secondary. Matt, you're you're the Jets expert. Uh, I also have a mod Gardner. Uh, it was it was between him or Stingley. That team, it, it, it's the secondary is so bad. Uh, if you know, if you watched any of their games last year, I mean, I know I watched two of them against the Patriots, and Mac Jones absolutely carved them up. It it was one of the games that really gave him his confidence going into the season. He was struggling there for a bit as a rookie, obviously, uh, and then they played the Jets, and he you know threw for is I think it was. A, it was his first 300 yard game, I believe was the Jets game. Would and, make sense. Yeah. <laughs> and they, that's a bad team. That That's another team. I really do think that their needs are every position, but you know, in this situation, I think you got to go quarterback just knowing who's on the board at this point. Uh, I don't think there's a linebacker. There's no linebacker or wide receiver you take, which I think are their other two big ones. Um, well, not at not at four, but I do have them taking a wide receiver at ten. Right, yeah, I also do as well. But no, at four, and that's what I'm saying. At four, I don't think a wide receiver is a good choice. I don't really. O line's not their biggest concern. Um, so I'd, I'd absolutely have them take a cornerback at four. I'd also say and, after Robert Sala took offense, but in the first round last year, he's going to finally take defense as a defensive minded coach. So it makes sense for him to take. I agree. I could also see them take Thibodeau at this point, if he's still available. Yep. Uh, But I just think their needs in the secondary and their back seven, really, it needs a lot more work than their front seven. Um, I just want to point out that we all pronounce Ahmad Gardner's name wrong. It's actually sauce Gardner. And yes, I do have him going to the Jets as well. So I think we're finally all in agreement. Success. Yes, we finally all picked the same player at one spot. All right. Next, we've got the other New Jersey team, the Giants. The New York football Giants select Evan Neal, offensive tackle, Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's going to be cut and dry. This team needs O line. Like yeah. I, we don't even need to spend time on this one. No, O lineman. I don't care who it is. Uh, I think Cross could fit. I think Neil could fit. J- take a lineman. I don't care who. Very well. Uh, that I have never seen a line that is that bad. I I feel terrible for Saquon Barkley because I knew when he got drafted, he was just going to be another couple years like at Penn State where he was just going to get hurt and not rush for anything unless he absolutely just tore it up on a play. And yeah, I, that team struggles start and end with its own line. They need no lineman. Evan Neal. He's an Alabama guy. He's huge. He's fast. I, you, he's you athletic know. too. He's, he's crazy. Yeah, he's, Six foot eight, 350 pounds or something. Yeah. And he moves like he's just like, <laughs> like he's skating on ice gracefully. So yeah, I, he wow. has the potential to be the best lineman in this draft. Also, and he also lost weight, so he's faster now. When in doubt, just yeah. pick an uh, an Alabama offensive lineman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> next, we've got the Carolina Panthers. Okay, so this is where we get into scenarios because my mock hinges on them getting Baker Mayfield, which has been rumored for the last few days. Hmm. Uh, so I actually have they, them trading out of this because I just could not. I <laughs> could not 
I couldn't do it. I could not take a quarterback at six here. Um, well, that's the thing. I can see them taking yeah, Kenny Pickett. I have them taking Charles Cross. I could not my, do it. Yeah, but in my 1.0 mock, I had them taking Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I, and a lot of mocks are. I I couldn't I couldn't do it. I I had them trading down to twelve, and I have Minnesota trading up to take uh, Kayvon Thibodeau at this point. Oh, uh, I I have him being my first sort of drop. It, it 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 seems like a good fit for Minnesota. I none of the other teams in between New York, the Falcons, Seattle, the Jets. And what is it, Washington? Uh, none of them I see as a big need for an edge rusher. Maybe Seattle. Uh, it just feels like a good position where Minnesota could jump up, get a relative steal at number six in a position yep. that, you know, they, they need more defense. And you it, it just Carolina, like, oh, oh, you see, Minnesota needs more defense. I'd be like, Carolina has taken no, only no, defense no, players the yeah, last I have two Carol- years. And yeah, <laughs> just looking at the teams there, I, I don't see why. I, I could also see Seattle jumping up, but from nine to six, Minnesota is where I felt safe having Carolina take at number twelve. Carolina taking a quarterback. I just want to make really. sure everyone knows that Matt just could not bring himself to type the word. Kenny Pickett. I couldn't. Number, <laughs> I couldn't, and I know it might happen. I, I, I would have done the same thing with Trubisky back in the day. I, I cannot have Kenny Pickett going at six. It would. It's just a horrible, horrible pick at number six. What about if they? What about if they surprise us and it's Wills? I, I also think that's pretty bad. I, at I, this point, I agree. But at this point, neither guy should be going in top ten, and I don't think either. I, uh, maybe Pickett does. I just he had one good season in a weak ACC year. He threw more touchdowns than any other quarterback in a single season in the ACC. That's more than Jameis Winston and that guy on the Browns. Mm-hmm. And it was a down year for the ACC. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> it was a very down year. Um. Yeah, because their one premier team wasn't even good that. Hey, they went like ten and three. I'm just saying that if it was up to me, there would be no quarterbacks picked in this first round. Yeah. And then there would just I mean, be a uh, huge run on them in it, the second. It gets pretty close for me. It, I I only I have, have one in this in this mock. I have two, and the second one goes at 32. I think we're so on the same page. That's a spoiler for you kids out there. I think we're on the same page. All right, let's keep it moving now. Okay. Back to the the Giants. Who do you have him taken at seven? I did I really? Stingley Jr. So I made a mistake and didn't realize that I picked uh, two tackles here. Um, <laughs> I mean, I have, not that they don't need yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. They won't do it, but they really should probably just take Cross here as well. Um, uh, no, they'll probably be going with Stingley or trading down. Yeah. They've been open. They've, they've made it very open that they're open out, out of trading out of one of those two top ten. Yeah, and I think you do it at seven. If, I mean, if you're a team like the 49ers, value. what about if you move Debo Samuel out and try to get up in the first round? Because they don't have a pick until pick 61. The Niners? Yeah. I just don't know if Debo Samuel's enough to get you from no picks until what did you say, 51? 
61. I mean, what if they move Debo Samuel and they move uh, Garoppolo? I, I think you'd need a future pick here. I, I don't think. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. My, my trade hinges on future picks as well. I'm just yeah. opening a scenario on a team that doesn't have a first round pick. I, I mean, at this point, I think you could get Garoppolo for like a fourth. Yeah, I don't. Just the, his Isn't that what he originally got traded for out of New England? I thought it was a second. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. It was a second. Yeah. Um, which was where he got drafted. So, but yeah, at this point, it just seems like he's being devalued. I know he's now the new Subway spokesperson, but they've made it pretty clear that, and maybe it's because of the fact, um, uh, what's it, uh, Trey Lance. It might be because Trey Lance is going to be the starter, though. Yeah, but they said that last year. It, it, people really thought Trey Lance was going to get the job last year, and he was just not good. Yeah. And the well, fact that they're so unwilling to trade Garoppolo makes me wonder if he's not as far along as he as they thought he would be. Well, it wouldn't be the first time the 49ers have a quarterback controversy. That's true. <laughs> their their entire like identity is almost built on that. They had a quarterback controversy when they had Joe Montana and Steve Young. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, that was what I was referencing. They yeah, had two I, guys I, and they just, can't decide on one of them. They had a quarterback controversy with two of the greatest quarterbacks ever. So, Joe Montana. Okay. Go, going to number eight, I have the, the Atlanta Falcons taking Drake London, but like, and that's mostly because number one, who, who the heck is Marcus Mariota going to throw the ball to? And two, I don't think they have any interest in the quarterback until next year. This is a team that very much has top 10 pick written on them next year. Oh, Are yeah. We, I mean, we're still is... talking about the Giants. No, no we moved on to the Falcons because Mike has decided to become the host. Yeah, what the heck, I mean, Mike? It... I mean, I'm trying to keep things moving along. <laughs> um, you know, people won't know when it's edited, Mike. It'll, it'll just seem like we're flying through. Uh, I, so I originally had Derek Stingley here before realizing what I did with the Giants. Uh, so I'm just going to move down and say Trent McDuffie. Uh, oh, because he is my next pick at number nine. Uh, the Falcons need a lot of players. This is a a team that will probably get the one or two next year. They have what? They have Cordero Patterson. It, and they have, play every position on offense. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He and will be their leading rusher. They have Calvin year. Ridley, who's suspended for the year. So they're they and they're no Hayden Hurst anymore. And Marcus Mariota is running that team. I, with the quarterbacks who are here, I just don't think you're getting any ed, extra added value. You might as no. well tank. You might as well be I think bad. That's what they're realizing. I don't yeah, think they have a choice. Oh yeah, it's definitely not a choice at this point. Uh, I mean, even with Matt Ryan, they were probably winning three or four games. Well, I don't there know. Was a like last year, window. Matt Ryan led them to what? Like there were six, six or seven and, wins? Six and 11. Yeah. I, I mean, I this know. is a team that they didn't, they weren't committed to a full rebuild last year. So they did that half foot in, half foot out thing. And this is where they get you. Yeah, it gets you, it gets you six wins. <laughs> It gets you six and, wins and a corrupt yeah, identity with, where you don't know what you're with doing. With Matt Ryan gone and Marcus Mariota is your QB, I think that signals you you don't expect to be winning many games. 
No, Especially since they, they gave up Matt Ryan for a fifth. They gave up for a third. Fourth? Third? Third. Yikes. Third and the retaining salary. Might as so well just give him up for a fifth. Guys. That's, that's, that's the moral of that story. Yeah, I, I cannot believe that he's going that low. But that's the Falcons for you. That's the Falcons. We ready to go to the Seattle Seahawks? Let's do it. All right. Oh, so I need you to take control. Mike's trying to wrestle it away from you. <laughs> We're going to number nine to Seattle, the forgotten franchise in the West. Yeah, I have them taking a quadro. The offensive tackle at NC State. I'm going to go we across earlier. Yeah, I'm going to go across now. Uh, Sad that they, they finally go for O line yeah, after Russell they, Wilson has moved on, but here we are. Yeah, who knows? They probably won't even <laughs> at this point. No one Pete Carroll. They might take a freaking – he'll probably take a defensive player. Take Malik Willis. Could you imagine? I can, actually. I, I can imagine. <laughs> it, it, they can't be comfortable with Drew Locke's quarterback. Like, I don't, I don't believe them. Could yeah, they be in play to get Jimmy Garoppolo? This could easily – I don't see – Garoppolo being traded in the division. Well, that's what I was going to say. Uh, I don't. That's true. That that Seahawks, the Seahawks and Niners offices hate each other. I don't think. Yeah. And I don't. I don't think Seattle would be willing to give up whatever it is they have to give up because it's clearly more than anyone wants to give up. Also, what's Garoppolo's contract looking like? Is he still too much for what he's worth? It's pretty hefty. Yeah. Let me take a look. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, five years, one thirty-seven. Oh, he's, he's due a uh, base twenty-four salary. million base salary, twenty-six point nine million cap hit, and that is why people aren't trading for him. Yeah. Well, it's less than Patrick Mahomes, and he's thirty-one at this point. Yeah, but Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> lost that Super Bowl to Patrick Mahomes. If Jimmy Garoppolo had made those passes and won that game, then maybe we'd be talking very differently about this contract. But here we are. Yep. Good old Kyle Shanahan losing in the Super Bowl. Yes. Good old Shanahanahan. All right. We're back to New Jersey with the Jets. This pick is from the Seahawks when they are presumably in the Jamal Adams trade. Yep. Who do the Jets take at number 10? I'm taking Garrett Wilson, wide receiver out of Ohio State. They need weapons for I have been taking Drake London. I have been taking Drake London, wide receiver out of USC. Again, this is a situation where we've got so many wide receivers that mm-hmm. I have no idea which one's going well, for. This is this is the Hutchinson versus Walker thing right now. It's either yeah. gonna the first guy off the board is either gonna be London or Wilson. Yeah. I Wilson's probably the better of the two, I think. I but I'm gonna be honest. This one was a toss-up again. This one's yeah, it's a toss-up. This one was a coin flip for me. All right, the Washington Commies are up next. Go Commies! Woo! <laughs> I am editing Tom that out. <laughs> That's their name. All right, who do you have the Commanders taking? I have the Washington Dan Snyders taking Kyle Hamilton, safety out of Notre Dame. All right. Uh, so I actually have a reach here. 
uh, sort of a reach. I am surprised. Wait, 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 wait. Let me stop you. A reach for a Dan Snyder-owned franchise? Let yeah. me hear it. Uh, I have not taken Linderbaum. Uh, Tyler Linderbaum. Wow. wow. They need a line. And that is a reach. I thought you were going to go wide receiver. Nah, I just... Again, we're in the part of the draft where I have no idea what's going on. And looking at the team needs, they need an O-lineman, and there's really not an O-lineman I like for... This could easily be a traded pick. Uh, This could easily be a traded pick down. Uh, I just... Looking for fits, I just don't see many teams who need a center after... Washington, and I know Washington does need a line as they always do because that field will murder anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, Linderbaum felt like it was a best available at a position of need. Yeah, that, uh, that makes sense. I, yeah, it, it it makes sense. Yeah, he's uh, long, he's talented, which, he's an Iowa Matt, guy. The reason why it makes sense that's is why, why that's won't why they happen. won't take him. Yeah, that's why they won't take him. I I think also with uh, Linderbaum, like he he seems pretty versatile. Like he could play any of the three interior line positions. Oh yeah, he can move around. He's an Iowa he guy. He can play guard big, and yeah. center. He's yeah. big enough to play anywhere. He's he he's he's I think the best interior lineman of the draft, assuming that other oh, guys don't move around. Uh, but usually the ones that can move around don't go early. Mm-hmm. All right. Next, we've got Minnesota at 12. Mike, who do you have? Well, Minnesota you guys have Minnesota at 12. <laughs> yeah, you. Matt had a trade. So I haven't yeah. taken Trent McDuffie here. This was like a very much like they need defense. They need secondary. Best player available at this point would be Trent McDuffie. Mm-hmm. But I can also see them going for maybe George Karlaftis is an edge rusher here too. They're mm-hmm. another team that's really hard to choose what they're going to go, especially with a new head coach, new scheme, and everything. Uh, well, uh, as we discussed earlier, I have Kenny Pickett going at number 12. I despise this pick, but seeing how Matt Rule has no idea what makes a good quarterback, uh, the man loves his white quarterbacks with weak arms <laughs> that play well in a weak conference. Everything about this feels like Mariota or Sam Darnold, where I just don't know what they see. And it it always has to do with being in the weak conference. Uh, you know, I lived in L.A. when uh, Sam Darnold was playing for USC, and that was a quarterback who was bailed out by being on a more overall talented team than the teams he faced, while he was also throwing three interceptions every, you know, two games because he didn't oh. have a good arm and he was overconfident. Everything about Sam Darnold feels like Kenny Pickett to me. He played in a weak ACC. He doesn't have the best arm on the planet, but he didn't need it because he was playing weaker opponents. In the NFL, he will absolutely get eaten up, and that's why Matt Rule loves him. Well, yeah, I I mean, my thing with Kenny Pickett is I see like a Ryan Fitzpatrick type of guy as his ceiling. Yeah, and I mean... I think Ryan Fitzpatrick fits the mold, but mold. But I think he's also got more football intelligence than a guy like Pickett or Darnold, who I think truly believe that they are these top quarterbacks. When physically, I don't yeah. think they've got it. At least personally, I think it's also funny. Like I just have this disdain for quarterbacks that wear two gloves to throw. <laughs> 
it, it started. It will it, hates Kurt Warner. Everybody. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I just it looks goofy to me, and for the most part, all of them have been pretty mid. Big big Mike Martz fan over here. Oh, good grief. <laughs> All right, moving forward to number 13, the Houston Texans again. Who you have uh, them I taken? Told, I said I had them taking an O-lineman, but uh, I didn't tell you who. It's going to be Trevor Penning, offensive tackle out of Northern wow. Iowa. That is a reach. That is an absolute reach, but I like that it. Is, wow. I Do I even? Do you have Penning in your first round? I don't think I do. He's getting I've, buzzed. Yeah, because well, I originally I've actually think, seen the I've seen, I've seen him, him dropping. All over the place. Yeah, I, yeah, I've seen him all over the place. I I do not have him, mostly because I think later in the first round, the O lineman thing kind of dries up, and the Texans could take him at thirty seven if they wanted. Yeah, I mean, I I also like. There's another team that's coming up at at pick seventeen that I think he probably has a better chance of going to, but. This is a case of best of alignment available um, that he, the Texans take because they, you know, they waited and took uh, yeah. uh, defense for the third, the third of all. Uh, see, I actually have the Texans uh, continuing the defense of trend and going with Kyle Hamilton. Makes sense. Uh, a, player, a player who was a lot higher in the past. He's been dropping a lot. Uh, he was really a, the Texans need anyone. And I don't know how far he's going to actually drop situation. Hmm. so i yeah i have him i have kyle hamilton at 13 bolster the defense again the texans need everything so i didn't feel bad at this situation all right moving along the baltimore ravens at 14 so the ravens had a historically injured injury plague season last year but if you look at their defense they were 32nd last year in sacks i have them going with edge rusher out of purdue george karlaftis but this is where i could also see tyler linderbaum coming in because that offensive line was putrid last year yeah i also have karlaftis uh going at 14 uh you know he, he he was very very solid in a good big 10 last year uh, he he would fit the Ravens really, really well. I think that's that's a team that a, a team that has really nurtured good D linemen and good D ends and good rushers in the past, especially under under Harbaugh. He seems yep. like he'd be a good fit. High motor. I think it's the safer he, he fit fit, for Baltimore. He, yeah, too. I think he seems like the kind of guy who's going to be playing for the Patriots in about six years. Yeah, they release him. <laughs> Yeah, when they when they release them, well, they're, they're going to have to come to the point where they, if they want to keep Adafi Owe or Karlaftis, and they'll keep Owe, right? That's the scenario. Oh no no no! Owe is gone in two years. Oh. And then, why do you think that is? They they just don't re-sign anyone on defense. They oh, they don't true. need to. They've proven they don't need to. They're good yeah. enough at developing players where they don't need to pay these guys. I, I think is the mindset. You know, it's like the Steelers with the wide receivers, right? When you're that good at developing talent at a certain position, why pay extra? Yeah, it's true. As as the Steelers are currently going through that with the negotiations on Deontay Johnson. Yep. Mm -hmm. And they got rid of Schuster. Yep. All right. Will any any weigh in on the hated Ravens here? Um. No. I 
I actually had them um, going for Devonta Wyatt on defensive line, uh, the okay, in- okay. defensive interior here. Guy, I, guy with domestic abuse issues going to the Ravens. I can see it. Exactly. Yeah, I was like, if anyone's gonna take take a guy with questionable character, it's gonna be the dreaded Ravens. Oh, that's interesting because I actually have a different team uh, taking a guy with quit him uh, who also like players <laughs> questionable character. We'll get to that though. Oh, okay. That's that's a that's that's another one of the uh, what is it? Uh, not a spoiler, but uh, wait a minute. Las a Vegas piece. isn't in this foreshadowing. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, we've got the Philadelphia Eagles at fifteen. I have them going wide receiver with the first pick. They're going to take Chris Olave out of Ohio State. Yes, I believe that makes it three straight years of a first-round wide receiver. Maybe they finally get it right. Is is that is that making up for the fact that they completely whiffed on their Jalen Rager pick and they should have so. picked Justin Jefferson? I think Devontae Smith was a smart pick. They should they definitely should have taken Jefferson back when they took Rager, but they need they need to get Jalen Hurts some help if this is the prove-it year for him. Mm. Because I mean the, the the Eagles have two first round picks next year, so if they want to move on from Jalen Hurts, they can they, they have two first round picks to get a quarterback next year if they want to. Mm-hmm. I think it would be stupid of them to once again take a wide receiver. I slotted in Devin Lloyd out of Utah at fifteen at linebacker. Yeah, they need a linebacker. Phillies, Philly's got a mediocre defense. Uh, they're, they're not terrible. They were well. They were terrible. Terrible to start the year and were pretty good to end the year. Uh, I think part of it is the fact that they play in the NFC East, and in the last half of the season, they play them more. They they just have mediocre defense, and I think those are the needs they need to fill rather than taking another wide receiver for the third time in a row. And Devin Lloyd's a solid linebacker. If if you watched any of the the Pac-12 championship or the game before that, right? Didn't they play two games a row against Oregon? I think so. Something like that. Or like he, two out of three. Yeah. I, I just looking at him, he absolutely terrorized Oregon. And I think he'd be a good fit in Philly. Yeah, it makes sense. I, I think Devin Lloyd's the best linebacker in this draft. Um, I do have the Eagles take a linebacker with their second first round pick, but I think they'll go with the splash because they'll start seeing that, okay, London's gone. Wilson's gone. Let's get our guy here but they can mm-hmm. easily also wait and not panic and also get a wide receiver that will still be very good at 18. Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, then we've got new Orleans. They got this pick from the Colts. Um, who do you have them taking at 16? I haven't taken Jamison Williams out of Alabama. Uh, the, who, what are the wide receiver options on that team? Like it looks like slant boy is completely washed up. Uh, so they need, and I mean, they're committed to Jameis Winston for two more years for extension. So I'm assuming they're comfortable with quarterback right there. I don't know what Den- Dennis Allen is going to do or make like, this is a team that could maybe try to move up to get a quarterback, but we're all pretty much in agreement that they are not like, we don't think any real big quarterbacks are going to go in this first round. So I, it makes sense to take Jamison Williams here. Yeah. Nobody should be moving up to take a quarterback in this draft. If any, like I said, I, I had a team going down to take a quarterback, uh, which I, I yeah, I, I don't love any of the quarterbacks. I don't have them taking the quarterback. I haven't taken Garrett Wilson because I still have him on the board, and I think he is the best available who 
didn't suffer a devastating ACL injury mm. in the national championship. He's recovered well, though. That's oh, yeah, the, absolutely. That's and I, I do think Jamison Williams well. is the best receiver in the draft. Uh, but I, I do think the injury will drop him in position. And Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson really does feel like he fits New Orleans. He is shifty. He's fast. He can make so many people miss. They love the gadget plays. They love gadget players. He absolutely would be able to pull those off. And I imagine uh, and the he, offense is going to stay the same relatively because all they did was promote Dennis Allen, who was the defense. Yeah, I, I, I don't coach. see why not, especially with who you have at quarterback. Uh, you know, I, it, it doesn't seem like it's going to be a team that's suddenly going to change what they do. Well, plus, like playing in the NFC South, we know that, that you know, we just talked, we just trashed on Atlanta, what they're going to do. We already know that the Panthers are kind of probably going to be a disaster as well. So if you're looking at them and the, the entire scape of the NFC, if I'm the saints, I'm like, well, if we win enough of our, you know, enough conference games in the division, they could sneak in as a wild card since, you know, seven teams get in now. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but like, I, 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 said that. I could also see them taking, I could also see them taking uh Ryman here, Bernard Ryman, Raymond. That's <laughs> so Michigan. Spoiler, that's who I have taking at 19. Uh, same. <laughs> so there you go. Pick number 19, kids. We're doing this out of order. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, you're the one. Will, I mean, you Will mentioned it. Just, that just made sense to say. Will is just letting us walk all over him today. Good grief. <laughs> what did I sign up for today? Um, <laughs> no. What you get for not making a mock. Yeah, you're right. Anyway. <laughs> uh, all right, before we get there, let's, let's get through – uh, these the rest of these picks we've we've got the Chargers at seventeen. Uh, I haven't taken Jordan Davis, who quite honestly I can see him going to Baltimore. I can see him going a few places earlier. Having him just fall to seventeen is what the Chargers definitely want to happen as they continue to bolster this I, defense I in the off season. But like this is this would be a dream come true for for uh, the Chargers. But if he's off the board, I have him take Trevor Penning to continually so, uh, protect him from Herbert. So I think that they should take defense. They should take Andrew Booth Jr. here. Because oh, that, that okay. pass game is bad, but I don't have them taking Booth Jr. I have them taking Jameson Williams at this point. Okay. Because... Well, I don't think they need a receiver. I think their need for a wide receiver is absolutely overblown. They've got two solid top receivers. I don't think you take a third, a number three guy. What about if they grab like a Jalen Tolbert in the second? They're still decent wide receivers in the second round. I, I think people do. Are, I yeah. just think that I just think the allure of Jamison Williams, if he falls to seventeen, will be too much for them. Makes sense. But yeah. The idea of Jamison Williams playing uh, with with Justin Herbert. I think will just be too much for them to pass up on. Well, and they still have Mike Williams and they've still got Keenan Allen. Yep. And that's so, why I don't think they should take a wide receiver. They still but, have Austin Eckler in the passing game as well. Yeah. But it just, it just seems like a situation where it'll be too much for them to say no to the idea of also having Jamison Williams as your number three. Uh, but again, I think they should take either Raymond or Booth. That being said, I slotted in Williams here. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, 
So we're back to the Eagles at 18. Uh, Spack, who do you got? I'm thinking the Kobe Dean linebacker out of Georgia. It's the flashier pick uh, than Devin Lloyd, which makes sense for the Eagles to try to do that. I mean, not to say that Kobe Dean is bad. He has fallen a little bit. All um, about his size. Yeah, it's all about his size. But, like, I don't think his – like, it, I've seen guys get over the size thing. I, I have enough – um, you know, optimism to think that he should be one of those guys that can get over that hump. And I think, like oh, I said, I, he's the flashier picket linebacker here. I absolutely think he, I absolutely think that Kobe Dean has the pure raw talent to be good in the NFL, even if he's small. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think people are really underestimating a lot of the talent on that Georgia defense because there was so much talent. You see that a lot. A lot of people are saying, you know, there's no pro- low production with these players. Do, do you really want these low production players? And, and the problem is that these guys have low production because they had 17 five-star defensive players. Yeah. Right? Like, you've got so much talent on that defense that you're just going to have production taken away from you. It's like the best college defense in 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they were on pace up until the Alabama game uh, to break the record for points allowed. And then they gave up 41 in that first Alabama game. But they, they I mean, were on a, pace for the fewest points allowed in a 12-game season. Yeah, well, also there's a reason why everyone has at some point, you know, five to six Georgia defensive players going in the first round. Right. Yeah, and but in every single case, well, their production wasn't great, but this guy in the Pac-12 playing bad teams, uh, referring to Thibodeau, <laughs> has such great stats or – or, you know, I would, Hutchinson, I was who, to Will, again, was uh, playing against Penn Air. State. When, Sorry, when it comes to Thibodeau, I, though, like, he, his stats were good, but, like, he was essentially the same player for three years. You yeah, know, but you said was, that about uh, – you, you said that about Michael Parsons. I thought – well, wait, wait. You said that about Michael Parsons in the past. <laughs> yeah, well, I knew Michael was going to be good, but, I, but like – for Thibodeau, my thing with him is like I would be a little concerned based on the fact that he didn't there was no growth there. It was almost like just stagnated for three years. And again, that could be a situation of who your coaches are and who's developing you. Yeah. Uh again, Micah Parsons. <laughs> yeah, look know, at look at Micah defensive now. rookie of the year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Arguably uh, and this probably, isn't to say Michael Parsons wasn't great when he was at Penn State, but you definitely didn't see – and it might just be the fact that he was so good when he started, right? It, yeah. well, he was so he good. He started as a freshman. That was he did. He started like six games, I think. I mean, for, I mean but what I mean – Oh, right, right away. Yeah. <laughs> right away. Yeah. I, I, he, he was the best player on the field on the, for that defense that freshman year. They had uh, to, sorry, well, I cut you off. No, that I, I was saying, like, with Micah Parsons, well, one, he's probably going to be Defensive Player of the Year this upcoming year, barring anything crazy happening to him. Barring uh, being a Penn State linebacker who gets injured while playing for the Cowboys? Yes. When's that oh, happening? Oh, Sean Lee. But, Dan uh, Connor. But, um... Yeah, I think you in in positions like this, like the Eagles need a defensive like game breaker, basically. And I feel like Nicobe Dean has 
other than his size issues, he's got all the assets uh, that would that you would need to have someone like that. Like, I, when's the what's the last like notable Eagles linebacker you can think of? Takeo Spikes or something? Gee, if it's Takeo Spikes, that guy was bounced around too. He wasn't. He was never mm-hmm. in one place for very long. I, the only other thing I can see them doing here instead of linebacker, though, is defensive line because Fletcher Cox ain't getting any younger. Yeah, and they like they weren't sold on bringing him back. They were like, oh, we're no. not going to actually resign you. We'll just let you test free agency and then bring you back. Uh, so I actually do have a, a different position going uh, because I already took linebacker. I'm not going to take a second one like I did with the Giants and tackles. Um, I have Andrew Booth Jr., going here at number 18. There's a Again, team with your, it, with your draft at defense, defense, defense. What can I say? I I just think that there are a lot of weak defenses in the NFL, and I, I can't take a wide receiver for the Eagles at this point. Looking at the players who are available, I already took a linebacker. With a mediocre defense like Phillies, Andrew Booth Jr., I think makes sense. Again, I think he probably should go at 17 or earlier or even later, but this just felt like the sort of a, a slot in player who I think will be, will fit the needs. I'm not too hyped on the pick. <laughs> no. no. Yeah, just, it really is a slot him in sort of pick. Yeah. Yeah. They, they need, they need serious help in their secondary as well. Like I think they are, they were on a good path getting Darius Slay last year because part of that it was absolutely atrocious if you can that's the thing like if you have Darius Slay playing at a decent level then you can slot people next to him that don't need to be the top I mean look at this they were how does this work sorry I'm looking at the stats Okay. And somehow they they were number eleven in passing yards against, but they're like thirteenth or fourteenth in net passing yards per game. And I don't understand. That, like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't understand how this is working this way. So I'm going to need to look up uh, a different football database <laughs> for those stats. Well. Either way, Luckily, I, I we've think already this is... said what our next pick is going to be. <laughs> we yeah. have. Oh yeah, you guys have. Uh, so no, we both we both have the same guy going again. Oh, right. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We have Raymond going, which that's right. Absolutely triggers me because that's who I want to go at twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, don't don't worry. Well, you'll really hate my thirty-one pick. Oh boy. Uh, I see it, and I hate it. Yeah, I had him go into. I originally had him go to the Ravens. Now I have him going to thirty-one. So, uh, so nineteen. We, already, yeah, nineteen. Bernard Ravens yeah, we, offensive yeah, tackle we, out of Central Michigan. It, we've already kind of explained it back back up at fifteen. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to talk about this again. Team needs O line. Yeah, I, they, pretty much. Speaking of another team that needs O line help. Pittsburgh Matt, Steelers you, at you 20. Go for, you go first on this one. So I actually uh, could have seen Penning going here. I, uh, I didn't take I didn't take him here because 
while I haven't seen it really listed that much as a team need, I actually haven't taken Devontae Wyatt as the best player available. Oh. I, oh. I think he would absolutely – he would compliment TJ big time, especially need, with injury issues. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, Hayward. He, Devontae Hayward. Wyatt, I think, is going to be an absolute menace inside. Oh, I think he's going to be all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you were, uh, this was the team I was referring to with players with, uh, with, uh, what was what was the term we used? Character concerns. <laughs> character concerns. Thank you. Yeah, with character concerns. Um, yeah, you I, didn't I have just any of that. What are you talking about? Never, never. Uh, yeah, I, I just I don't see him taking quarterback. I know some people are saying they will. I, I, you can get Matt Corral or, or I don't want to. You can get a mediocre quarterback in the second or third round if that's what you really want. But yeah, I, I just think seeing how bad that defense was without TJ and with Hayward being hurt, the defense definitely needs a lot more help than people are saying. It needs depth help and also on the D line, Matt. And with uh, someone like Wyatt, I really do think that this could put that defense above and beyond. Well, Stefan Tuit also didn't play last year, and we're still up in the air whether he's even trending towards play. So that's another reason why. Like, oh, yeah. I, I'd be fine. With, like, I originally wanted Wyatt when I was open to it. It's the it's the current issues that come out now that make me go, uh, maybe we should stay away from that. Oh, yeah. But in the same vein of being massively disappointed and against the pick, not the player, I have them taking quarterback out of Liberty, Aleek Willis. And I, Blow it please all Please don't. I don't want it. <laughs> I could see it. I just don't think they should. And, and that was a problem with a lot of the picks I had. It was a will they or should they sort of thing. And I kept going back and forth. And I they just shouldn't do it. I, I don't hate Willis. I with, just don't think it's the with right. With the money you're paying Trubisky on a basically yeah. a prove-it deal for two years, I'm more yeah, fine I, giving him weapons and riding him out for two years than reaching on a guy who is a project in the same way that Trevor Lawrence, not Trevor Lawrence, uh, the guy went to the 49ers. No, 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 Trevor Lawrence. I watched yeah, him well, play Trevor last Lawrence year. was the worst quarterback in the league last year. So yeah, I, I watched him play last year outside of that first game. The worst? Statistically, he was the worst starting quarterback. Yeah, it last depends year. on where you look. Worse than Daniel PFF Jones? Ranked worst. Yeah. 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 PFS had that season for the Jaguars fell apart so badly. Once people like stopped paying attention to that team, it, he just the bottom. Yeah. And that's a big problem is Urban Meyer created such such a dysfunction that that's what people were paying attention to and not how bad that team actually was. So are you are you saying that uh, Urban Meyer low-key saved Trevor Lawrence's career? No. Well, no, I'm saying no, the he's opposite. Done impossible, possibly irreparable yeah. damage to it. Yeah, he, he, he might have turned him into like the new Jamarcus Russell. I don't think he has, but... Would with you, how bad things were. Would you say that Trevor Lawrence is worse than Zach Wilson? Statistically, he was. If you look at the statistics over the course of the season, I mean, I don't think he is a worse quarterback. I think Zach Wilson was 
I hated the Zach Wilson pick. I didn't think he should have even been a first rounder. Mm-hmm. No, everything we about Z- that. everything about Zach Wilson screamed a reach because he was a good looking white boy. <laughs> um, well, good. He looked like he was twelve. Like he looked like a guy who was. If, if guys, Disney Channel looked, made a movie looked, about a quarterback, he would be the guy cast as the quarterback. Guys, he, he wears a headband, so he must he be looked, cool. He looked like Mac Jones's childhood modeling pictures. <laughs> Good grief. Speaking All right, of Mac oh, Jones, geez. number 21. You're taking Mac Jones again? No, <laughs> but we're on to the Patriots now. Uh, I actually, uh, this is where I have N'Kobe Dean. I like N'Kobe Dean a lot. I think the size issues won't be a problem, especially in somewhere like New England, where Bill Belichick loves to have his linebackers roving. Mm. Uh, yep. Kid's kid is so fast and athletic. I don't think the size thing will be an issue. I think he could be a fantastic roving, you know, covering uh, running backs in the on the wheel routes, which is something Belichick loves uh, to have linebackers do. Uh, what's his uh, What's his name out of? He played for Cleveland. The guy who kept getting dropped and re-signed by the Patriots. Uh, well, you're yeah. gonna have this part where I'm forgetting his name. Just let uh, me know. We've hit that part of the draft discussion. <laughs> I, yeah, I know exactly who you're <laughs> he talking about. Played for about. the team like three times. Oh crap! Oh, uh, Dr. 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 Hightower? No, 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 Jimmy Collins. Jamie Collins, yeah. yeah. Oh no, Dante Hightower is a pure run stuffer. Uh, well, I mean, uh, I'll just I'll just chime in here while Matt goes. I have you guys taking Devin Lloyd, but the agreement is you're taking the linebacker. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't see this. I know people are saying wide receiver. I don't see it with the Devonte Parker trade, especially because there are a lot of wide receivers you can take, mm. and ideally. Yep. Uh, a certain Penn State wide receiver falls to 54. Please, please stay far away from him. See, here's you. the thing, Will. You don't understand. Matt wanted another Penn State wide receiver about five years ago. Chris Godwin? Ten, ten years ago. Well, five yeah, and ten. Ten years ago now. <laughs> five and ten. Penn State wide receivers uh, have this trend of falling out of the first round for seemingly no reason. Yep. And oh yeah, Allen Robinson, I was huge on, and then he dropped to the second. Godwin, I really liked as well. You didn't sign him in free agency this year too. Nope. So sorry. Yeah, that's because we didn't have the money to. No, because you right. spent all your money last year. Cruising okay. through. Here we go. Green Bay Packers. Twenty-two. I'm Zion Johnson, guard out of Boston College. Ha 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 ha! You didn't draft a wide receiver yet. <laughs> I have them taking Chris Olave <laughs> because there are about seventy-five wide receivers who could be taken at this point. And the last wide receiver that team took in the first round was Javon Walker, and they've gotten good production out of guys they take in the second, third, fourth, sometimes fifth or sixth round. I just believe that office just believes they do not need to take a first round. Yeah, but here's the thing: they say, don't. I will they, eat my words in about five minutes because I have them taking a first round wide receiver. Wait, Randall Cobb is their number one receiver right now. They mm-hmm. lost all three of their top three wide receivers. You have to take a receiver with your first pick. You have to. I don't think they need to take it with the first. I think they can also get a receiver twenty. Well, I mean, first round pick. Okay. Yeah. You have to take a receiver, and if Chris Olave's there, I don't see why you don't take him. Just... That makes sense. Yeah, I agree with it. 
I like him better than Sky Moore. I mean, I think Sky Moore is a better fit for the Bills anyway. Yeah. Another spoiler for you kids at home. You have Sky Moore in the first round? I have him at 25. Oh, at 20. I have him as a good fit for the Bills. Before we get there, 23, we've got the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I have Jordan Davis because that was a slot him in as the best player available. And, you know, that D-line with him would be terrifying. Funny enough, Matt, I keep in the same thought, but I have him take Devontae Wyatt for the same reason, best player available. Right. Yeah, and I had Wyatt going earlier. That and the Cardinals have no, like, defensive identity right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, outside no, of but Jordan, Baker. taking Jordan. defensive players and like guys like Isaiah Simmons, and that defense still like is problematic. Because Chandler Jones is gone, I definitely think Jordan Davis at D line uh, makes a lot of sense for that team. Especially since I don't think you can rely on JJ Watt to stay healthy. No. All right, we we ready to move on to the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> wild card <laughs> all right who do you got the cowboys taking spec i hate it already I, the, I hate it already i i have them taking edge rusher out of penn state arnold okay. oh okay. why do you do this to me <laughs> i just say we have a we have a we, we know just a guy who's gonna absolutely be absolutely terrifying defense uh, i have them taking zion johnson yeah um They've lost a lot of linemen, and I think he's he's a BC lineman. He's talented. Uh, and another sort of slot-in situation where he's he's a talented lineman at that spot, and I think he fits the fact that Dallas needs another lineman. Yep. Hmm. Uh, 25, I already said who I'm picking. And Sky Moore. They need a they need another wide receiver after yeah. losing. Uh, they've lost two receivers, right? They lost. Thank you. They Cole lost Beasley. Cole Beasley. I think they lost someone. Yeah, else. they only really have one wide receiver right now. Uh, no, they've got yeah. the, they've got oh, Gabriel yes. Davis. Oh yes, the <laughs> the incredible wide receiver core of Stephon Diggs, Isaiah McKenzie, Jamison Crowder, Jake Kumaro. Uh. Isaiah Hodges, Marquez <laughs> Stevenson. Whew. Now, Mike, I know you like to talk about the I, Patriots I having the worst receiver core in the league, but that outside of Stephon Diggs is rough. How much money are you paying to Nelsie? Hey, Nelly he Nelly only Jumper? dropped one pass last year. Spack, <laughs> uh, who do you have? I have him going defense. I have him taking Andrew Booth Jr., cornerback out of Clemson. Uh, they lost Levi Wallace. He signed with Pittsburgh. And if you want to have a, if you want to compete in the AFC this year, you need to be able to defend the pass with all the quarterbacks. So this makes sense. Dang, I, I would, um, I've, I've also seen, uh, along with Matt Sky Moore go here. I've also seen. Um, Traylon Burks, who I'm sure we might see later today, yes. uh, go here a couple times. So we'll see. Uh, 26, Tennessee Titans. Wide receiver out of Penn that State. That is Jahan such. He, he will not be going in the first round. No way. 
that man, that man is destined for Penn State second round wide receiver uh, purgatory. And then in, and then in, and let's be clear, not, not that he doesn't in, deserve five to go years, to the first round. Be wondering how he dropped to the second round, and I'll be sitting here being like, "I told you, I said it." It's, yeah, I, every, yeah. Everything I, about Dotson I think feels though, like with, with the amount of wide receivers going, he fits the scheme in Tennessee yeah, really, really well. I, so I, I can just, see it he, happening. He's just fallen off the face of the earth. I, I don't see him getting picked in the first round for whatever reason. And it, and like all these Penn State wide receivers, oh, no well, there's reason a reason why. why. Uh, it's called look at who their quarterbacks have been. Yeah, but they always yeah, produce. Yeah, they produce, but they don't produce to the I mean, levels of – I think part of it was the three-cone. Jahan's three-cone was Robinson. bad. Robinson. The man has been in the league yeah, for almost a but decade. He, and then he's but finally he was playing with a good quarterback slow. next year. Despite the fact uh, that that man could yeah. run a route like, like nobody. Despite the fact that he could jump nine feet in the air exactly. and out-jump anyone. People are obsessed with speed and quickness. And I think that, that hurt Jahan Dotson. He had a bad three-cone time in the in the combine. And ever since that, he's, he's tanked. Now, I, I do want to note a possible okay. alternate thing. Ryan Tannehill is going to be 34. I can see them possibly taking Kenny Pickett here. Good uh, I still think it's a bad idea. I actually, I, I actually have. This is a point I where I just it. wanted to spice things up. I have the uh, Kansas City trading up, and then taking George Pickens, which I think would be hilarious and terrible. But I'm I'm spicing <laughs> things up at this point. I'm playing some wild cards because at this point in the draft, you're going to see a lot of weird trades. Uh, and so I was, I was trying yeah. to, yeah, yeah, especially for those teams that are going to try to get yeah. picks into and the first round. Just looking at having Sky Moore being taken before, I could see them getting a little bit shaky and trying to take a wide receiver before the Packers, depending on who they pick with their first pick, and Tennessee as well. Whereas Tennessee, I could see them getting a couple picks out of it. And then taking a wide receiver either at 29 where I have them moving or in the second round. Because again, this is one of the this has more depth than any wide receiver class I can remember. Yeah. Yep. All right, moving along. 27, Tampa Bay. I haven't taken Kenyon Green, guard out of Texas AM. Tom Brady's coming back, and they no. do need still some help on the interior of the offensive line. No more Ali Marpit. Uh I agree nope. with Mike. Uh, I do think this is a bit of a reach, but we're getting to that point in the draft where, you know, 20, 20 to 40, basically yeah, the early 25 to 40 ball. doesn't really matter in your ratings at this point. It, it, it's always good to improve an O line, and I imagine Tom Brady will definitely want that for one more run. Um, I also did note, though, that if you wanted to slot in someone, uh, Travis Jones could also be a fit on the interior lineman line because they do need another interior lineman. Yeah. All right, twenty-eight Packers again. Uh, I have them taking. I have them taking Tyler Smith tackle out of Tulsa. Um, they need wide receiver and O line, so I picked wide receiver and O line. Yep. That's what I did. We just yep. flipped the order in which they did it. <laughs> All right, back to Kansas City. Uh, actually, yeah, we had mentioned Kansas City earlier, That's but 
Here yeah, they are at 29. Yeah, because I made the trade to have Kansas City move up, uh, which is why I was talking about them earlier. I so have Tennessee at, at 29, and I have them picking out of Penn State uh, edge edge rusher Arnold Ebicady. Um, okay. Again, I think at uh, this point, yeah, I don't know if you need to take a wide receiver here. Um, the second round, there will be plenty, and all they need to do is re-sign AJ Brown. Well, that ain't it's happening. not hard. <laughs> I, I do not see AJ Brown sticking with that team the way things are going. <laughs> I mean, there was a report yesterday where he's he does not seem like he's happy with them. So, yikes! Yeah, I I haven't taken up with Katie here just uh, because I I just don't see that many wide receivers going in the first round. I I think I already have what six. I think the record is six, and this definitely is a year that that record could be. Broken. I have six going in the first round, and I just. I, I struggle to take seven, even yeah, though I think it could happen. Yeah, exactly. Listen, there's going to be right. a uh, wild pick anywhere from 15 to 25 <laughs> that we will. Yeah. Oh, they're always someone's going to make a wild pick that we're just going to think is bizarre. Uh, I mean, many times it feels like that's Minnesota, but I have them. But, yes. but I have yeah. them moving up. Well, often twice Minnesota has forgotten Gotta to take it. a pick. So, <laughs> all right, uh, thirty. Well, I I actually never said my twenty nine. I had the Chiefs taking Jermaine Johnson, who's the edge rusher out of Florida State, mm-hmm. who apparently is climbing up boards. But I, to be totally honest, I I'm not really yeah, familiar they, with him. I've seen mm-hmm. him as high as twenty. Yeah, it it. It's a, it's a, Obviously, it's a pro I mean, day thing. I'm it's a physical freak. Hide. Like, I have more of a bias for AK yeah, because they, I watched him play. Yeah, like, I – it, 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 once again, yeah, best player he, available. He had a, he had a really good senior bowl. I'm sticking on defense at 30 and taking Jackson. Yeah, he, yeah, he okay, had a so real good senior bowl. That's why blind. he's been shooting up. Um, He also had, he had 14 sacks yeah, in 2021 last year alone, so – you know that's that's Aiden Hutchinson numbers. Mm. Yeah. But he played for Florida, Florida State. Florida State so. But again, also that is an ACC right. school in a weak conference. So, yep. Let's round this out. Uh, Thirty-one Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, uh, I don't know if we caught it, but I I had at thirty the Chiefs. I have them taking Dex. Oh yeah, back out of Michigan, but. Yeah, we didn't discuss I, I have Kair Elam because I don't know. Tyler Linderbaum. They need yeah, 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 best, player, best, best player, best CB player available, available, and they need a cornerback. <laughs> that team cannot defend the pass. They haven't ever been able to defend the pass. Maybe they actually invested in that for once. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have the Bengals taking Linderbaum. They they were going after Jensen on the, on the Bucks, but before he re-signed with uh, Tampa Bay when Brady came back. Okay. So I mean, like like you said, Cincinnati O line, the you know, the best the best interior lineman just falls to um, the left. As we know, I have Linderbaum being reached on at was it ten by Washington? <laughs> Something like that from um, Washington. I I fully believe that is in play. Still, 
Linderbaum, I think, if he does not get reached on, is a a perfect fit for Cincinnati, really. I actually have him trading down since I don't really have any great O-linemen left. Uh, Trevor Penning could fit, but they really need interior linemen more than anything. They need Kenyon, interior, Kenyon Green could also be a good fit. They, they already spent on a tackle with um, Hall. I have them taking Lewis Sine, Sine out of Georgia. <clears throat> it's funny. That's... I have them taking Lewis Seen out of uh, Georgia. Thank you for the edit there, uh, Mr. Host. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Host. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's another just slot in needs. They, they need secondary. They need defense. Just slot that in. No, they, they did not it. fix they, it. They, they, they did not fix Eli it. Apple. Uh, yeah, I have them going defense heavy. I'm sure one more year out of Eli. I know Apple, people are talking about potentially going O line. I think that was just a situation of Urban Meyer completely tanking the entire team. Jacksonville, I think, is fine at O line. <laughs> with Christian Kirk being there, I don't think you take a wide receiver or running back. All right, James Robinson, I think, is a good running back. He, he seemed like a good running back before Urban Meyer ruined it all. Yep. And that's the problem with this. That's the problem with this team. No, remember, he took a running back and he didn't even play. Right. That's the problem. Right. What, ETM? Can I ask why we're talking uh, about Because I have them trading out. The, there's a trade. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah I have I Cincinnati trading out of the first round. And I might not have actually said that. Okay. Um, Okay, great. I heard it. Yeah, I I have it's the Jaguars trading out because I didn't think there was a lineman worth taking at that spot. Where Cincinnati, I have them moving down to thirty three, where you can still get the same all the same guys, and you get extra picks in the future. Yeah, I would have them probably extra. taking Kenyon Green or Penning at this point. That, although I think I have Kenyon Green yeah. going already, right? And, yeah, twenty seven. Yep. All right. Spec. Well, the final pick. Number 32, the Detroit Lions from the Los Angeles Rams in that Jared Goff trade. I have them taking Lewis Seen, safety out of Georgia, best defensive player in the secondary left available here. Uh, unless they want to go Terry Elam uh, and go corner, but um, I, I like decided. Safety help. Uh, but also, I can see Detroit also possibly trading oh, yeah. out of this. They, they, well, the thing is, they have the pick at 34. As well, yeah, that's exactly. So yeah. they can trade out of this so be because fine. of that, because of the fact that they have a pick, a pick two picks later. Uh, I decided to go out with a bang. We're going with Malik Willis. They're taking a quarterback, getting rid of Jared Goff. Uh, I don't like it. I don't think it's a great pick, but why not? <laughs> As the last pick of the the round. I mean, it's a value there. Like, even if they want to wait and take him at 34, too, like, I don't think there's any problem waiting that long. Especially when you already assume you get your guy. This could be the next. uh, um, Charlie Batch. Batch. Um, My brain has completely just (laughs) died on me in the last. Thank you. Lamar Jackson. my, My brain has died on me in the last, like, eight picks. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. Thank yeah, you. That, that perfectly he, he will not be, like he is uh, not Lamar emulates... Jackson at all. Lamar Jackson was a Heisman winner. No. 
Well, and Lamar Jackson actually played at a school that Real faced teams. decent competition. Yeah. No, let's talk about Jerry Fuller. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, no. All right. Matt, so Matt, now you're getting in trouble again. So now that we've gone through this first round, uh, what are you... How are you feeling going into to next Thursday's draft? Do you think that teams like do you, where do you see this draft historically landing as far as the impact uh, on the league? What was the year where like the first draft was just twenty seventeen? One of the early mid twenty ten. Twenty seventeen was an absolutely rough draft. Was it? I want to say it was like. Yeah, somewhere in that 2015, it was, it was 2017 range where it was just like, it was rough. Uh, let me pull it up. I thought 17 was the good one. I can't remember. But yeah, whatever the one that oh, was. Oh, yeah, no, 2017. One. I know no, the year yeah. that Johnny Manziel was drafted. Yeah, no, 2017 was, was the good one. I think I'm thinking of the one. It must have been 2018. Let me see. Yeah, because 2017 was the Christian McCaffrey year. Yeah. Yeah. In 2015, Jameis Winston was the first overall yeah, pick, so that should tell you something. Was it the 2012 and 13 drafts also historically bad too? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 26. Like EJ Manuel was drafted one of those years. 26. Ooh, that was a Christian Ponder year too, wasn't it? 2016 yeah. is good from picks. Three through seven. So 20, 2016, right? Is this what I'm on? Yes. 2016 was the Goff yes. and Wentz year. And then you got Joey Bosa, Ezekiel Elliott, Jalen Ramsey, Ronnie Stanley, and DeForest Buckner from three through seven. And then it just kind of falls off out there. Um, <laughs> You know, you got Laramie Tunsil at 13, Keanu Neal, and then it just, oof. It is what it is. Yeah, I. this is a draft that I have honestly no idea on. We talked about that, how I, I highly doubt any of what I said will come true. Uh, I... It, Outside of picks one and, and two, then, yeah, even I then, don't things feel real It's just, I have no confidence. This was a year when I made my mock. Yeah, like, I, I feel more confident in the positions teams are going after right. than necessarily. Um, and I think it's a lot different than last year, where outside of you having quarterbacks going all in the top seven. Yeah, <laughs> Mike, Mike's, Mike's quarterback. Yeah, where you just you just had all the quarterbacks going early. Uh, I, I think last year was pretty obvious who was going where once Denver traded out, or didn't. No, they took. Um, yeah, they took the cornerback, right? Yeah, Sertain. They took yeah Patrick Sertain. Uh, once they took him, I think it became pretty clear who was going where. Uh, and that, well, I mean, outside of Chicago trading up for Fields, but even then, it felt like Fields was definitely going before Mac Jones. 
everything about last year's draft felt like Mac Jones was destined for the Patriots. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's going to do it for us here at PS as a podcast. I want to thank Matt again for joining us on thank this special occasion. A very rare distinction for you, man. Like, this is you're only the second ever to appear on the podcast outside of it's back and I, so we'll have to have you back. Uh, stay tuned for next week's NFL draft. I believe that we are going to do another live stream, so keep an eye on that. Until then, we'll see you next week. Peace out. <laughs>